Hello and welcome to a new episode of Who's He, uh, the Doctor Who podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And uh, for this evening, we are uh, Tony-less. Um, unfortunately, you cannot join us. Uh, for uh, Not because um, he's unavailable, just because he, he can't join us for technolo- technological reasons. That is it, really. So, uh, so hello, Tony. I think he probably is out anyway knowing him but probably probably he's probably in the pub yeah but uh yeah so um obviously if you have listened uh to us before um i know we are usually a monthly podcast um but since the new series has started um we thought we would do something um different for us anyway um which is to do uh, reviews of the new series uh, or as each episode comes around, we'll try it and do a review as and when the episodes come around. Um, Although this could well become another monthly series. It, yes, it could do. So, <laughs> so um, yeah. We'll, Actually, they've given us a little break after the seventh one to catch up this time. Yes. <laughs> so we might actually have got all our reviews in before the start of the second part of this series well, in September or you whatever. You never know. You never know. We might be that lucky. We might be. Yes. So... Um, Yes, and obviously since the um, the last podcast, there was the um, sad news of Liz Sladen passing away, uh, which has basically you know shocked the Doctor Who community to its to its core. I would say. Yeah, and it just was. I mean, you normally in these situations, you know, somebody's been ill or is ill or yeah. whatever, and the sort of news of their death doesn't always come as a, a shock. But I think. Nobody really knew that she was even even ill. Ill, yeah, yeah. Not been was... Announced, and she'd still been filming. I mean, normally it's, there's usually a period where you don't hear of them for a, a year or so, and then yeah. it's announced that they've died after a long illness. But yeah, very, very, not very sad. Case. So, um, so what we're doing for the, for this episode then will be um, reviewing um, the last two episodes, the Impossible Astronaut and the Day of the Moon, and then we'll. Uh, Sort of talk about our memories of sort of growing up watching Doctor Who when uh, Liz Sladen um, was part of, uh, part, well, basically part of our childhood, really. Yeah. Okay. Um, but um, before we begin, um, I think Paul, you, you need to explain something to our to our listener. Uh, you you picked up an injury, haven't you? Yes. Um, playing football, which wasn't inspired by watching The Lodger the other week. Um, it was James Corden inspired you. Um, very much the, the same sort of ability and physique there, I think. Um, <laughs> I've managed to bruise or uh, injure my ribs, and um, I'm okay as long as I don't try moving. If I do, I may make an audible noise of pain, <laughs> so I apologise in advance if you hear that. And it's not... I hasten... It's yeah, it's not me poking you with electric cattle prod, is it? It's nothing. <laughs> I hasten to add that uh, there's a f- at least a, a mile or so between me and Phil at the moment, so he's not him touching me. <laughs> that sounds wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, oh dear. It would be if you could do it from a mile away. It would be. <laughs> that would be wrong. Oh, I'd uh... be impressed. <laughs> oh. Well, I was about to say, and that does hurt laughing at that, but perhaps we don't want to go down that road either. Oh dear, that's my mission for this evening. Oh dear. So, okay, so, um, let's um, begin. Obviously, this is is new um, to us, as it's giving audio commentary, so we'll just be probably just as bad at at reviewing um, Doctor Who as we are providing audio commentaries to it. Yes, Uh, it's flushed by our success. Yes. (laughs) We thought we can now do anything, so now Indeed. we're going into this. Indeed. Well, I thought, you know, the, the previous two podcasts has been an air of polish about them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> an air of polish. Oh, yes, an air of polish. So, um, and obviously uh, there are plenty of other um, um, podcasters out there who, who, who do this on a regular basis. Um, I think you do this professionally. Yes. Oh, that's what? Well, Sounding? That's, that's what I was trying to get to, actually. Yes, they are a lot more professional than this. So, um, so um, if we start with um, last week's episode, um, The Impossible yeah. Astronaut, um, I'll let you start things off, Paul. What did you think? Um, yeah, very good. 
a typical uh, Moffat one where it's a lot of setup in the first part of it, all of which you're not quite sure is how much of it's actually going to be relevant to the second part. Yeah, it's, uh, it was a bit, um, it was an odd beginning, I thought, yeah. because it, it wasn't your, your standard um, opening of a new series. No. You know, it was, it was more like an end of a series. Sort yeah. of setting up a, a cliffhanger for, you know, for the, that was almost like the penultimate um, part. Yeah. I mean, I think it was actually to, to at least have done that bit and got it out of the way, because there'd all been the reports that a main character was going to die. Mm. So to actually get it up and out of the way straight away sort of took the one bit that you knew for certain that was going to happen in the yeah, I've, series I've... out of the equation straight away so to speak so yeah. that's it i mean i, I know um, i know that um you you don't look at the the, the forums or uh, or anything like that but um it, there was loads and loads of discussion leading up to the start of the new series where, it, where, where steve stephen moffat did actually say that you know one of the lead characters will die not properly die um yeah and everyone was discussing well it, it can't be rory again because he died twice in the last series um, it can't be Amy because she died in the last series. So everyone's saying hey, it has to be the Doctor. Um, yeah. and, and they were right. <laughs> I mean, it makes you wonder on that as to where they're going, how they're going to get out of it. Because if they are saying, yes, that's him, and that is him actually dying, mm. then surely they've got to, they're going to have to eventually, in the next three or four years, they're going to have to get around that one. Well, if they I'm, don't answer it quickly. Well, I'm sort of hoping they're going to get round it before the end of this series. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I would have thought so, but, um, you know, they seem to be very adamant that this was, de- uh, no, this is a proper death. This is, you know. Yeah, this is it. Whatever. I mean, yeah. and fair enough, but they've given themselves equivalent of 200 years. But they haven't given themselves a regeneration. <laughs> no. <laughs> they, they've, so they've actually got to, they've got to get out of it. Well, it's, to be honest, I, I, I can say is in, in Moffat we trust. Actually. Yes. So, so moving on from that, what do you think of the the rest of the rest of the episode then? Yeah, I thought it was good. Other, other things on that, actually, that the whole bit and the the death scene and the whatever. I have to say, I mean that that sort of made it worth going. You could almost get the worth going to America just for that scenery on. Oh, it was on. absolutely fantastic, wasn't it? I mean, if if. Um... And the idea of the older version of the FBI bloke turning up as well. Yeah. And did you, I don't know, did you think, with all the sort of American and that sort of West sort of thing, that the music for the um, funeral scene and that was very Ennio Morricone sounding? Yes, it was. I I, I picked on that that as well. and sort of again, very well done to Murray Gold there because he he just seemed to capture the whole sort of the, the whole thing of the American West really. Yeah. Um, but how can, how can I put it? He sort of he captured, but it wasn't um, even it wasn't it was parodying it. it was no, it, it wasn't. But, it was, it, but it was you all, just got that it, feeling of it being. Yeah, and it also wasn't sort of a modern day West either because that was no. set in, in uh, twenty eleven. Um, but the music he was sort of bringing to life there, it was sort of like from the 1960s. Yeah. Um, which then, of course, you went back in time to. So I don't know if that was a conscious thing or, or not. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was. I mean, I, mean um, I think Murray Gold's music's got better as the, as, the, as the new series has gone on, really. And I think, actually, I mean, you do realise, actually, you start to actually notice the music and it, that, how well the music fits now. Yeah. Um, to which you didn't really... I can't remember in the first um, few of the new series really picking up on the music at all in that. Well, I, I, I mean, obviously, I know we're going off topic a little bit here, but um, the Christopher Eccleston series, I thought the music sounded a little bit cheap. Yeah. You could tell it was being done on a synthesiser. Um, but now he's got like a full orchestra um, to you know to play to play his music. It, it, it takes it to another level. I think it just shows how seriously the BBC are taking this at all levels, doesn't it? Yeah, um, you know, yeah, they're... it's it's that whole 
I think you know when it came back in two thousand five, it was a bit of a gamble. Obviously, they obviously spent a lot more money on it than they did um, back in the old days. Um, yeah, but you could still tell they were sort of, well not quite sure about this. Um, but they basically let Russell T Davis go off and do his his own thing. Obviously, yeah. the budget then didn't stretch to a full orchestra. No. No, yeah. So, so that from that whole scene, I mean, that was all very well set up and has left you a nice cliffhanger for yes various parts of that. And that's obviously, it. I haven't answered it yet as to when that's going to be answered. Well, no, that's right. Because um, obviously, when we sort of um, we catch up with uh, sort of River Song again, um, yeah, and again, there's no no real answers as to who she is. Um, no, but the only thing she sort of gave away in the Impossible Astronaut is that um, their sort of their timelines they're sort of moving further and further away from each other. Yeah, which I thought was quite a good little um, little thing, really, because I, th- I thought it was sort of more the the Doctor was going to find out more about her. But what she, what she said though, the pair of them are moving further away. Yeah, which which, which to me, you know. Sheds a whole new light on things. So um, no, I, th- I, th- I thought it was very, very good. I thought the little chat she had with Rory when she was trying to pick the lock was, you know, when she yeah. said that was was very good. Um, yeah, but also think Rory's come along as a character as well. Yeah, he's not just now the, well, not just the comic relief as he tended to be. No, I mean he still is that a bit, but. Is getting much more of his own character. I mean, how he then treated um, Clayton in the fact of that suddenly, oh, here's someone who's newer than me. <laughs> you know, and he'd suddenly realised that he could be the look, the experienced traveller. Yeah, the suit, as opposed to just being the the new boy. But the other thing as well, and it's been sort of picked up on. Sort of, I've listened to other podcasts, um, so you know. Forgive me if um to sort of paraphrase everyone here, but Rory seemed to pick up on things that were going on a lot quicker than Amy did. Yeah. You know, the whole thing about the doctor um dying and then he he was there in the diner. Yeah. Um he 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 he'd worked he, out. He, he'd worked it out. Yeah. yeah. Um but sort of Amy hadn't, which was sort of I don't think that would have happened. In the last series, so I think you can. Ex- you, you, I think you meant to presume in between series five and series six, um, Rory's cottoned on to quite a few things. Yeah, which I thought was really. Good. But also, I liked the, um, the the scene in in the restaurant as well. Um, yeah, it's that mm. it's that thing where they, when they sort of heard him sort of behind the door turn around as at River said, "Oh, that's cold." Yeah, you know, sort of like you know, you you get. You know, sort of. Um... I thought uh, um, her acting in that scene was was very good. Yeah. In terms of you know, in the when she slaps him, which she the... did, which she did for real. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you if you read that. She... And he goes, I've, I, I, "I take that for something that I've done." And yeah. Just the yes. Yeah, that's just, it. Yeah. <laughs> Very good, but yeah, I was I was um, reading the, the the takes for that scene. Matt Smith said, "No, really, slap me." Yeah, um, and she did over and over again to the point we sort of lost his sense of humour about it. But she apparently she well, that, quite well, she that, quite enjoyed well, it. Well, that's happened with her before, hasn't it? Because with the scene where she falls into the TARDIS in, uh, uh, trying to think of the episode in the last one, but the one with the uh, weeping angels. Yeah, uh, when he rescues her. Because she goes out the airlock, yeah, and she falls on him, and she comes in. Apparently, that's to keep redoing that, and she kept kneeing him in that. <laughs> so, in the unmentionables, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I think she quite likes the fact, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that she gets the opportunity to bully him in them senses, <laughs> which is pretty much what the, the character does. And not to bully yeah. him, but she teases him quite a bit, yeah. doesn't she? So with the you know spoilers, I think you that. just generally do tend to get the the idea that actually the cast do all get on in the same yeah. way off screen as they do yeah i mean it, on screen yeah i mean um if you watch doctor confidential that you i don't know if it's it's sort of they plan that a lot more because the cameras are on them but they do seem yeah. to sort of muck about a lot yeah um 
off you know offset and everything and sort of and they do as you say they they generally just get along very very well. Yeah. Uh, it's uh yeah um anyway yeah um, back back to the episode back to the episode um, um yeah I've, um, I've, I've I the whole thing and the, uh, the and having the TARDIS invisible which first of all you just thought oh that's new but then of course it isn't it's not if you, it's the invasion the invasion isn't it? exactly yeah so it's um and interesting that nobody else has ever tried picking up on that well there was um. There was a couple of things that were that were caused back to the old or the, the original series. One was the the TARDIS being invisible, yeah, which is say you haven't seen since the invasion, and it was something that Matt Smith said to um, Canton, yeah, uh, Braveheart Canton, yeah, which was something that Peter Davison's doctor was just a Braveheart Tegan, yeah. Uh, so I thought that was a good little good little nod because I know it was Davison was Moffat's favourite doctor. Yeah, so that was. I thought that was a nice little, nice little sort of callback. Yeah, no, there there has been. I mean, I think without actually having to, um, I think with uh, Russell T Davis, they they tended to be very much in bright lights. The references back, didn't they? Whereas he does tend to just drop them in occasionally, very subtly. Yeah. Um... Yeah, because if, if you think back to sort of when he has it, I'm thinking of um, Last of the Time Lords, when when the Master's dying in the in the, um, in the Doctor's arms, and he he says, "Oh, you know, remember the Axons," and he lists all the monsters. It's like sort of like yeah. a checklist. Yeah. Um, but this was a little bit more um, subtle. Yeah. Really. Um, but then again, Rusty Davis also brought back the Macra. Yeah. I mean, who the hell's going to remember them? You, no. can't, you can't even see the episode. It's, if you're a fan of the, you know, of the old series, you you know the history, and you know you know who the Macra are. But um, but someone new to the series, yeah, they're just another just random. Another, that's it. Um, but things like that, obviously, there's these kids today. They're sitting down with their parents who used to watch the original show, um, and they can say, you know, mummy, daddy, what's you know. Yeah. What's an axon? What's a macra? Um, yeah, and it gets them interested in, in you know in the old series, which is a, which is a, only a good thing. Yeah, because um, I know my nieces uh, are now watching old Doctor Who, so um, so it has it, it's it's had the effect. Yeah, of doing you know doing just that. So, um, but anyway, we've digressed again. <laughs> digressed again, yeah, yeah. Um, going but again. I mean, back to the impossible, uh, impossible astronaut. I thought the scenes in the White House, the the Oval Office, were were very well done. You say with the um, with the invisible Tardis and you know make her blue again, which I thought was a, yeah. a good little line. Um, and just the way you just sort of stand in there taking notes, and suddenly realised they was looking at him. Oh, oh carry on. If, so, yeah, yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, that was great. Mind me, sort of thing, wasn't it? it? You know? I really, I really like that. That was really good. Um, but again, he's he's a, he, a you know he's a very good. Sort of comic actor, yeah, Matt Smith, very good. So he's, um, yeah, I, I thought was, you know quite enjoyed it. Um, and actually, getting back to when they're in the TARDIS and he's asking her to, and they're saying trust me, and he's saying to River Song about, but I don't even know who you are. Yeah, you know that there's oh, you know still actually, I'm not just someone you can who gets pushed around here. Yeah, and says to them, you know, don't think you can play games with me. I thought that I thought that scene was very very well done because there was sort of a, a lot of tension. Yeah. Um, in that scene, and you could tell the doctors looking around and sort of like, what you know, what is going on here? What are you keeping from me? Um, yeah. You know, I thought that you know using the you know fish fingers and custard was a was a good way of sort of like you know I'm I'm telling the truth, but obviously Amy is lying through her teeth. Yeah. So they've all they're all carrying a very very Sort of big secret with them, yeah. Very big secret. Um, but what do you think of um, the silence? Yeah, very good. I mean, also the scene then in the in the ladies' toilets. Yeah, when he's uh, when it's killed the the woman, and he goes, "Why did you do that?" And he says, "Joy," and you just think, obviously, exactly. I to, thought, yeah, to, I thought he's, killed, be, he's like, killed her for joy. Yeah, yeah. 
we just do this because because we can sort of thing it makes it you know it's because we're so powerful this is how we get off sort of thing yeah but then but then he uh, said that was her yeah, name. name yeah yeah that that threw me off because i thought I, when he said old joy i thought blimey that's a yeah. bit um yeah that, that is a bit cold <laughs> and obviously done exactly for that for that reason yeah. yeah just to which is really a fairly throwaway line as it has nothing no, the, no, it doesn't really. Does story, it? no, to that extent, um, and still didn't explain why he killed her. I don't know if it's because she saw him, or saw sort of him far too many times for it to be kept. I don't know because as soon as she turned away again, yeah, she would have forgotten. Yeah, as soon as she'd have got outside the room, she'd have, that would have been it. She wouldn't have remembered anyway. So, or, or actually, it's, it's just something occurred just, to me. It's just to, to show their power, I suppose. Well, I, I, I just suddenly occurred to me. I think it was. It would be. I think that the, the silence did that just to sort of end the situation. Yeah. Because all the time Amy's looking at him, she's yeah. telling the woman, "Look behind you." It had just gone it, into a complete loop. Exactly. So it yeah. just occurred to me a week later. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. But no, yeah. But again, just an absolutely. Great bit of writing on that. Yeah. Just for what, well, you know, to actually send you one way and then explain it a different explain way. a different way, yeah. Um, however, I did, I do have a, a, a couple of problems with that first episode. Well, let me say that I did have a couple of problems with that episode um, until I saw tonight's um, yeah. story. Um Firstly, the leaving messages through time because he had the thing with um, in the Laurel and Hardy DVD, yeah, which I thought was a nice little touch actually because a he got to wear a fez again in you know the Sons of the Desert yeah. uh, film, um, and also the little um, the history books, how he escaped from the Tower of London in, in the big orb and yeah, you know, the magic was it the magical orb they called it or something, um, so that was quite good, but. Leaving messages through time, it's been done before. Moffat did yeah. that in, in the last series. River Song kept leaving messages through time. Um, and also, um, again, he's used, uh, Moffat's used a child as, as the, sort of like the catalyst for everything. He's done that in The Empty Child um, and The Doctor Dances. Yeah. And also in the um, Forest of the Dead and, and Silence in the Library. Oh, it was not Forest of the Dead, um, Silence of the Library. Was it yeah. the dead? I, you know, my memories desert me at the moment. Um, but the two, the yeah, tenant, no, right, yeah. yeah, the tenant two-parter. Um, yeah, again, where the computer was the girl. Was the little it? girl. So, um, yeah. So until I saw tonight's episode, I thought, oh, he's he, okay. He's using the same ideas over and over again. And you could also say that he's also got another alien that you've got to look at. Yeah. Which again reminds you of the Weeping Angels. Yeah. Uh, with this one, if you take your eyes off them, they'll kill you. Uh, yeah. But this one, if you keep your eyes on them, they'll kill you. Kill so, um, yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I don't know. It's sort of a little bit, oh, it's, it's a little bit, we, you know, we've been here before. Yeah. Sort of thing. But I, I, I'm not going to let it detract from the fact it was an absolute, you know, corker of, a, of an opening episode. Yeah. Really was. So, no, um, t- totally. Without just setting it up, didn't really take you any. Almost didn't take you any further than what you already knew to a certain extent. That you knew the silence were were there. Yeah. So it, it set, uh, I mean, yet again, um, it raised a lot more questions than it than it answered. Yeah. You know, um, you, you sort of. Well, we obviously assumed it was the silence, but they didn't actually save that. I don't think they said they were the silence last week, did they? So um... no, I mean, actually, the only the only thing was is they they was credited as the silence. The, act, uh, well, the actors exactly, were. yeah. So they were which never... actually, you wonder whether the BBC could have not done that in the credits. Could have put well, they've they something the, else well, the, up. Yeah, well, the BBC's. And, and particularly the the Radio Times has got a habit of uh, ruining any yeah. any surprises. Um, but what, one thing I, I, I learned um, sort of during the week 
uh, was if we go back to um, last Saturday, the twenty third of April. Um, yeah, I was sitting there with the uh, the morning paper, and right there um, is a, a screenshot of the impossible astronaut of Matt Smith regenerating. Yeah, right. I thought, for God's sake, they just cannot leave it alone. They they've got to keep putting these spoilers in their papers to sell their their grotty little rags. Um, but then I I've, I found out afterwards that the Doctor Who website put that image up. Yeah. Uh, what were they thinking? Yeah, and I, I know because there, there was some been obviously some round. They're still standing by. It was the right thing to do. And yeah. so I remember because I saw you last Saturday. Yeah. I hadn't seen it. The episode by then. Yeah. Because I'd had to leave before it was on. Yeah. And was going to watch it later. And you'd said to me, oh, have you seen the papers? And I said, no, I haven't looked at any papers. And you said, oh, don't, before you've seen the episode. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah, I mean, it completely ruined it. But if you'd have, you know, if anyone had gone to the Doctor Who website, um, you know, maybe to watch the, you know, the, the series trailer or some of the little prequels they, they were doing, you know, before that episode, you would have seen that, you know, first thing. Something they don't do, which they did with the first... Series. I don't know if it was the first series. Certainly the first, the second series, the first one with Tenant, was the website used to have like little bits that ran before the episode. Yeah, which would usually be quite good because you'd know there was actually something extra to what you got of the episode rather than just a trailer and bits from the. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they used to. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, the, close, the closest they've got to that was um, in actually the first, whatever, the trailer they did for this series, wasn't it? With Nixon in the Oval Office. Well, that that was the little and, prequel they, they, they did, yeah. which you could sort of watch online. But, um, well, yeah, if you go back to, um, say, the, the third series, um, which had um, Martha Jones. Yeah. Um, and it, they, they had the... Um, the little sort of trailers there that was you know specially filmed, yeah, with them sort of walking around. I couldn't remember them walking around the TARDIS explaining each other. And then you had that, that half Doctor face, half Martha face. And even if you go back to Chris Breckleson, you had that thing in running down that that corridor with the big fireball behind him. Yeah, um, I mean, again, it, that never appeared in, in the um, in the actual series. I was quite disappointed it didn't appear in the series, to be honest. But I can remember one from the from that tenancy era where they had the was it Madame Pompadour thing on the spaceship? Yeah. And it sort of showed what happened to the crew of the ship in the fact that the robots cannibalized them for the to make the ship work. Yeah. Which was never really overly explained apart from you saw the eye. Yeah, the eye and the was was the security was a, camera. Yeah, yeah, it was a proper eye. Yeah. So yeah, it's just stuff like that. But anyway, that's anyway, the rest yeah. to get into, yes. into back into the second series or not. <laughs> Blood, we should have been doing podcasts years ago. <laughs> well, I don't know. If you can edit these, we can re We really could, couldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> add some fake dates to them. Um so anyway, um if you move move on to tonight's episode, um, Day of the Moon. Yeah. And the typical Moffat thing that was starting completely not Exactly in, that... in the same in the same scene as, as as it left off, that that really um, really threw me, and I I must be honest, um, a lot of the episode I was sitting there sort of scratching my head, yeah, a lot of the time, you know, sort of what what's what's going on because they didn't explain um, how River and Rory got out of the, the the Silence's yeah. um, ship, yeah. Because it sort of ended with... Um, Her turning round and shouting. Well, yeah, because you thought that the, the silence was, was about to kill Rory because you, yeah. you, you saw the light appearing behind as you turned round. So um, that hasn't been explained. Um, yeah. And again, how did they capture the Doctor? Why um, Canton was pretending to work for the bad guys? Again, there's a lot more questions raised than there were answered. I mean, what I can't understand, yeah, is, is the sense of why did they then have to build the that room? 
Yeah. So I was then going to, as soon as they was all together, was going to get into the TARDIS anyway. Yeah. If the TARDIS was safe, then surely they could have just gone into there. Got into that, yeah. I, really I can understand from a point of view they wanted to be in a room that nothing that the silence couldn't get into to to manipulate them. Yeah. Yeah, it, it just there seems to be a whole lot. Soon, a whole as soon lot as they missing. was in there, yeah, as soon as they was in there, they was able to just go. They got into the TARDIS and, and was out and about. Yeah, yeah that's it. I mean, I don't know. The... And it didn't seem to be that there was a plan that they was going to capture. No, I, one I, of them. I, I mean, that was just sort of actually a, a lucky thing, really, in the fact that he just, being a typical American, shot him. <laughs> yes. Well, I was, I was sort of thinking. Oh, that was actually the thing in the first one, wasn't it? When he when he was saying there that he was sitting he was sitting in the chair and he was going, you need, you 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 obviously know I'm more superior to you, so you're not gonna you're not gonna shoot me. Yeah, yeah, but they're Americans. Out saying they're Americans. <laughs> yeah, I did like that. That was a nice little um, nice little dig. <laughs> and the fact that then actually then does follow into the next episode because that's exactly what he what does they, exactly <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of assuming you're, in intervening months you're supposed to assume that they've sort of gone on some sort of fact finding mission that's why they've sort of marked sort of kept those tally marks on themselves yeah because they've not even gone into the fact of how they how they worked out who they were no there was an awful lot you missing. can only presume it's, it was from um, Amy's phone which again was never referred to. Well, other than there was the hologram, wasn't it, in the TARDIS? That's they it, said it but... was the. But that's that's all you can. But even that was supposed to be. Um, once you took your eyes off the hologram, you you forgot all about it. So it didn't really explain how that they how they knew. Just that they worked out what to do to to let themselves know that they'd encountered them. Yeah, it was just that. When Rory said, you know, that, you know, they wipe themselves from your memory, well, how do you remember that? Yeah. How did you realise in the first place that you should be making a note of when you see them? Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, may, maybe there is, I mean, obviously, you know, they, they haven't um, finished that story. There's, there's a no. whole lot not answered uh, there tonight. I mean, um, I, who is the little girl? Yeah. Why was she put in the astronaut's um, suit? Yeah. Why was the astronaut asked to kill the doctor? Or why did or I'm assuming they, why did the doctor ask the astronaut to kill him? Because you you knew that the doctor knew it was coming. Yeah. Um, and he's obviously by the looks of it a time lord. A time lord. Yeah. Um, that was the only thing I come back to. That one was the fact of um, when she was saying that when River Song was saying actually in the right at the when he's first killed mm. at the start of the first episode and she says we've got to dispose of the body because even one cell would the, there are certain races that would rip this planet apart just for one cell yeah and the fact that it seems to be that the silence use technology of um well, they use anything because when they looked inside yeah. the spacesuit, there was different yeah, technologies. That different, that, that, yeah, different technology. Is it that they've got hold of a time lord cell and have sort of bred a, well, a child could, from it? It could be. It could very well be. So, well, hopefully we'll find out. Yeah. Hopefully we'll find out. But um, I, I've still got a horrible feeling that even when. The show finishes in September. Uh, we're still going to have loads well, and loads of questions to We're going to end up with a massive cliffhanger at the end of June or whatever it is. Yeah, I think that's, prob- that's pretty much a given, really, isn't it? I mean, it's yeah, to go into the September ones. Yeah, to you know, make sure you know that we're going to come back and watch it again in yeah. September, which we are, of course, we are. Because what they haven't done is they haven't actually tended to have that many cliffhangers over the end of seasons. The silence um, sort of left over, but not actually such a... Well, Series 5 didn't really end on a cliffhanger, did it? it no. It sort of finished that particular sort of story. But that's what I say. Most, 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 most of them did complete their story arcs in the one series, didn't they? 
yeah, but you, you you always had sort of like a cliffhanger. I mean, you had um, at the end of uh, Doomsday, you had Catherine Tate appearing in the, yeah. the TARDIS. Um, then you had the Titanic bursting through um, through the walls of the TARDIS. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's been plenty of, um, but not. To a certain extent, I mean, I mean, I mean, set up it, for the next episode, as opposed to yeah. I mean, they could have been, that could have been next time, that could have been precluded by next time, couldn't it? Yeah, you know. Whereas nothing really. I mean, the silence probably going forward is the only thing that's sort of been left for. I suppose River Song has been a constantly not answered question. That's it. Um, I've I still have absolutely. I mean, there's loads and loads of sort of theories out there who she is and so yeah, she is the Doctor, she's the Rani, um, she's Romana, um, she's Susan. I mean, that would mean that her, she's been snogging her own grandfather. Yeah. Uh, today, which sorry, people. I mean, get a grip. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. You know, you, you I mean, these people do. You know, you watch the show, guys. You know, stop coming up with these ridiculous theories. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's not. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, she, but there again, she didn't seem to be to say. Don't think she is a time lord because, as she said, that there was this when she's talking to Rory, she's saying about this wonderful man that mm. just arrives, that's known you all your life and whatever. Yeah, tended to suggest that she was quite a. Well, I don't. Un- I, I think the whole thing about you, she, she's a time lord is utter poppycock, really, because yeah. we know she dies. Yeah. Um, you know, definitely dies, and the Doctor uploads her into the, the computer yeah. and the library. So um, so any notion of her being, the you know, the Rani or Romana, um, yeah. sorry, it's, it's utter nonsense. So there's me dissing our fan base. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go, that's it. But no, it is, it's just, I mean, People do come up with some really, really strange conclusions um, to things. Um, and I can say, stop. You know, I think the best thing is just, just watch the programme. It will be answered eventually. I know it's good to guess, but um, come up with something sensible. <laughs> That's Six, all I'm yeah. saying. As far as the girl goes, of course, I suppose you have got the from the Doctor's Daughter episode. This clone... Well, yeah, abilities. Yeah. yeah, there is a clone of a time lord flying around, um, and apparently well, it, was, I... it was Moffat who said, "Don't, don't kill her off." Right, that that because that would have been my only thing of saying no to that would have been the fact that it wasn't Moffat. That was a Russell T Davis inspired. Yeah, because he story. He, yeah, because he didn't like to... killing off any sort of form of companion at all, did he? I mean. Um, we've had the two supposed deaths of Rose Tyler and, and Donna Noble, but the, it was only yeah Rose Tyler was moved to a parallel universe, so technically she's dead in this universe. Yeah, um, Donna Noble, which which well basically she was just rebooted. Yeah, she didn't die; she was just rebooted. So yeah, um, you know he do, he doesn't like to kill anyone off, apart from Daleks over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, no, but it's typical. I mean, if you look at the um, the last two part of the, I mean, I suppose the only the only one where Moffat's really taken, I suppose, did do with the the Weeping Angels ones tended to follow on one from the other. But certainly, with at the end of the last series, the two mm. parters could have been almost totally separate. How that one ended in, with him being put into the Pandorica with all the all his enemies there. Yeah. But then restart the next one completely. Well, I think the last thing that anyone expected was to see Amy seeing yeah. the Pandorica. I thought that was yeah. a fantastic twist. Um, and it's something that he's sort of taken with this two-parter here, isn't it? Is the fact that there's just nothing. It, he does play around with the, the, it, the time element a lot yeah. more. Because um, I think the, I mean, the old series, it was more to do with um, space. And, yeah. the, and the future, if they didn't really play up on the, on the time side of things. Um, but since Moffat's taken over, um, they have done. 
and it's it's been a usually it has been well thought out. Yeah. Um, obviously, at the moment, it's early days in the series. There's a, as so we've, as we've discussed, there are a couple of things that are, are niggling me at the moment. Um, yeah. I mean, the other one that's getting that got me was the the talk between the Doctor and Rory. Yeah, the about whole, him. Yeah, about the, whole the two thousand years thing. Yeah, that I was there when Rome fell, mm. and he said so. And Rory says, "So was I." And I just couldn't work out. Then is he supposed to still be the Alton? Is he human? Why has he got the memories of that? Well, I, all, I mean, all, all I can sort of gather from that that when you know the, the Big Bang two occurred, um, Rory came back as as sort of human. Um, but when Amy remembered the Doctor, um, and he also remembered, he also remembered as well. Um, that all those previous memories came back, but as they weren't necessarily it, his memories, they weren't. It was sort of the facsimiles memories. Yeah. So, or maybe he's an Auton. He doesn't realise it because he didn't realise it first when, time when you first saw him. It wasn't until no. they were until um, they were activated. Yeah. So no, maybe maybe that's going to come come back again. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But no, I, I, I thought that uh, it, as an. I mean, it may be that he is planning to bring that back, and that's why he's brought that line in, is to just to let people know that. Well, there. Hang on, I, this I, is because it I, doesn't say because that was quite a throwaway, almost a throwaway scene to a certain extent. Yeah, I mean, there, and there has, what we've learnt with Moffat is there's no such thing as a throwaway line. line. No, um, that there is, um, or are photos out there of future episodes which I'm. Um, I'm not going to go into on here because I think we should remain spoiler-free. Yeah, really. well, I, I, I tend to try to anyway. I do as well. Uh, I must have I've avoided all spoilers um, so far, apart from A, open up the paper uh, yeah. last Saturday morning, um, and B, this one particular photo that I've seen. Um, right. So, um, yeah, yeah there, there are definitely some some other... some some. I think some of the, the the questions that have been raised in these previous two episodes, I think they will be they will be answered. Um, yeah. But as we say, whether it will, all of them will be answered in this series, or we're gonna to have to wait to the next series. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But I think it's been a it's been a good sort of solid start. Yeah. Oh, no, t- totally. Uh, into that, I. Very much a case of a very good story and very well at the way of actually um, getting everyone to fight them was yeah very well done. It was very well done. Yeah, uh, so you, you know, using the one broadcast that has been seen around the world. Yeah, you know, by just about everybody, um, and that sort of using the own their own sort of technology against them yeah as it were you know these subliminal me- uh, messages yeah because they've made them so susceptible to these messages yeah and the fact that the only way you can kill them is you have to do it in the, in that moment rather than you can't plan to kill them because the minute you turn away you've forgotten you've even seen them exactly so you have to do it there and then which i thought yeah. was very very good yeah very good but uh yeah i was um it seemed to go back to. I know this sort of. They've always sort of. Even the new series, they've they've killed off um, the bad guys. It's sort of like genocide, more or less, isn't it? Um, yeah. And and again, that they sort of didn't. But again, it was sort of shown on screen. And it was and it was interesting actually. In this in this, there wasn't. I mean, there was a faraway line to say, "Go leave here." But uh, uh, but then admittedly it's too late anyway. Yeah. yeah so yeah, it was. Um, which is unusual because that's not necessarily how it usually. The doctor wouldn't necessarily his first call of action wouldn't be to mobilise people to kill. No, that's right. Which it was in this which case. He did exactly. Um, I mean, I suppose whether whether that goes back to the fact that he'd heard so many, he'd had so many warnings about them beforehand. And what they do to 
planets. It could be because he sort of remembered that, you know, people, you know, or the, the previous series sort of like all running from the silence. So yeah, um, well, he thought, well, I have to, I have to do something about this. Yeah, you this know, is where this is where we have to draw the line now. Yeah, it's got to be. We a, might not get another chance. Yeah, it has to be a permanent solution. You know, not yeah. um, put them in a time lock or something like that. But uh, yes, well, and the fact and the fact that they're not just. Um, he knows that they're not just there, based. They're not just on Earth. That there's obviously there, thousands of them out right across the universe. Exactly. So he needed something that was fairly much going to spread out towards the to them. Yeah, which I think he did. <laughs> yeah. And the lines, you know, that these people would go and go forth into the universe, and they take that with them. Yeah. Now. No, I thought, I thought it's very, very good. Very, very, very good. And again, then another little bit there to see that basically River Song is a killer. Yes, there's no escape in that. There's no escape in that. And I also think going. Um, Although she was worried that he didn't see that. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. What was the line? Sort of like was it the? Oh, sort of like the old man didn't see that. See was that? It? Yeah, he yeah. gets very upset. upset when I yeah. Do that. <laughs> I was like the line, what are you doing with a screwdriver? Do you want to make some furniture or something? Yeah, right? you put up a cupboard or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, like, I mean, just to um, sort of wrap this this particular part of the podcast up, um, I, I like the um, the scene when she kissed the doctor. Yeah. And the whole thing, he was so awkward Yeah, with it as well, because I think you were led to believe in the trailer... They're going for a long, you know, a long, passionate smooch. Um, it was anything but. Yeah, he didn't know what to do with his arms, did he? He didn't. I, I, thought, that, I thought that was brilliant, actually. I, thought I mean, I think a... it's good good that he doesn't, but there is there is a sense that, I mean, just coming off of how David Tennant would have been. Yeah. I mean, would have thrown her on the bed or something. <laughs> no, but... I, I do like, they, they kept the fact that he's very, very awkward in those situations. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that. Very, very good. Although you do suspect that, obviously, he is a grandfather. <laughs> he, should, he should have, at some point, had some more experience than that. Well, you would have thought so, wouldn't you? <laughs> you would have thought so. <laughs> okay. Well, is that are we are we done on um? On the I think so. Yeah, and I think yeah. just really now, just looking forward to next week's. Yes, again. yes, same here. Um, looks to be a good. Um, What's the word that the papers are always fond of? A good romp. Yeah. Um, next week, a, pi- a piratey romp. Um, the Curse of the Black Spot. I, it, I'm sorry, that just says pirates to you straight away, doesn't it? So, yeah. Yeah. It's so. just now you're slightly worried how, is this, as long as it doesn't get too pantomime as their tendency to be that sort of way now. Anything piratey now tends to be. Be a bit pirate, yeah, a bit, bit sort of, yeah, very pantomime But, um,. I think that they probably it probably will be a pantomime episode because you've had yeah. two quite dark episodes, and plus, as the Doctor said in, um, in in the end of tonight's episode, you know, let's go for some adventures first. Yeah, there's all those unanswered questions, and he's ah, sod it, let's go, let's go and uh, let's go and have some fun. Yeah. So um, no, nah, that was good. It was it was a nice little nice little wrap up. Yeah. To the two part, I thought, um, and then plus the big mystery of the of the little girl regenerating. Yeah. So, which is, um, that's going to set a few tongues wagging. Yeah, and we just sit now waiting for the next appearance of River Song as River well. River Song, indeed. So maybe finally we'll find out who she is. It's interesting. We, you do tend to see her, she's coming across a lot more, as it gets long, as it gets further onto it, it's getting a lot more um, vulnerable to her, isn't it? I mean, you always got the feeling that she was the driving force in their relationship. Yeah. And but, now it's just becoming... Well, it's all sort of slipping away from her now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, no, that's good. That's good. I hope we get some... Hopefully, please, Stephen Moffat, give us some answers. It will stop all the stupid the stupid theories out there, please. Yeah. Oh, dear. Okay. Um, I suspect he likes it, though. But there I you. suspect he does, yeah. Um, but uh, please, please don't read the forums, Mr Moffat. You've... <laughs> Please don't read them. Um, 
Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah. As you said at the um, uh, beginning of the show, um, very, very sad news of um, Liz Sladen um, passing away. Of, yeah. Um, of cancer, which is the most horrible of um, sort of most horrible of, of illnesses. It really is. Yeah. Um, so and I think um, anyone who's, who's been in a situation of looking after someone who's got it as well. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it is. what it does to the people and. Yeah, it's uh, uh, not not pleasant at all. Um, can only hope that as it actually was quite sudden that it wasn't a long, yeah, drawn illness for her. Yeah. So that's it. Um, yeah, I mean it, it's such a um, such a shock. Um, I mean, I was watching um, breakfast television um, when they announced it on the news bulletin uh, that she passed away. At the time, they didn't say. Oh, you know, uh, what of? Did you say she'd passed away? And it was absolute. Um, I, I couldn't believe it. To be honest, I really couldn't believe it. And even now, it still seems a bit, um, a bit strange. Yeah. Um, because there was no, um, there was no announcement that she was ill. Mm. I think, I think no, that, that's, I mean, I that's think, the thing that shocked when... everybody. You know, the one minute she's here, fine. The next minute, she's gone. Um, you know, when Nicholas Courtney passed away recently I mean it wasn't that much of a surprise people had known he'd been ill for a while yeah and the you know only, the only thing I can say has been a shame if just you briefly touched Nicholas Courtney that there's that there's been no um sort of tribute to him yeah now um I mean obviously for the likes of you and me um we remember the Brigadier yeah and you know, certainly through you know, through most of that period that you're looking back on. Yeah. He was, it was very much a team performance of, of all of them, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's right. Um, but I think with, with Liz Sladen, um, because she came back into the new Super School reunion. Yeah. The kids, I mean, that, yeah, it's they, so the kids were introduced to her, um, but then she got her own series as well, which was, a you know, a, a runaway success. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the fact, quite rightly, that they did, I know the CBBC did a tribute bit yeah, um, which, to her. Which, funnily enough, I, I watched again today, um, actually, um, and it is, and I actually had a look on the, um, when, when she passed away, the, the, the messages on the, um, the Newsround website uh, that came in. Um, yeah. And it was all sorts of, I mean, sort of very eloquent messages left um, by by the, the uh, by the, the by the, uh, the what else I would say the kiddie audience. I don't want to patronise me in that way, but you know they are they are children. Um, but it was, some of the things were saying, you know, my and then the kids actually saying, oh my my dad's very sad or my mum's very sad about this as well because they watched when they were kids and you know I love Sarah Jane. You know, it was she was fantastic, and I think mean, it's, it's quite a, a a neat thing to be able to bridge two generations of, of, yeah. of viewers there. You know, and to have such a big impact as well, which is um, you know no no mean feat. Yeah, well, I know it's very much you know an ensemble um, sort of program. Uh, or, or and the thing you know, actually to come back because having actually already tried to do a spin-off with her, which wasn't in, uh, yeah, which wasn't a success, was it? Which, um, which failed to be yeah. honest at that time. No, um, must, and there as, must as have much met, because of actually I ha- I how, haven't, how it was set out rather than her. Yeah, I haven't seen Kane on and Company since it was first broadcast. Um, really, because even then I thought this is pretty bad. Yeah, it just didn't hold well, actually, my, it was, my it was attention more of a vehicle at all, for K nine than her, wasn't it? To yeah, be honest. that's it. Um, um, but you could have understood if she wasn't that keen to actually have another go at resurrecting the character. Well, no, I mean, I mean, it was obviously. I mean, what I've read, she loved she was, the part herself. That's it. I mean, what I've read, read about her, she's been, you know, um, very, very. She would she defend Doctor Who, yeah, um, to the last. Um, and she loved playing the character of Sarah Jane. Um, it's just a shame she. I mean, she. I mean, obviously, she she took time out anyway to look after a um, a daughter. 
Yeah. And just wanted to, you know, basically be a full time full time mother. Um, it was only sort of recently she sort of got back in. I mean, she's always done like theatre, and I don't know if you can remember. Um, she also did that children's pro stepping stones. No. Do remember that one? Which um, it was on sort of like lunchtime. It's it was sort of um, set for. I think it was more for sort of the under the under five sort of thing. Um, this was just after she left Doctor Who. It was her and Keith Barron of all people. All right. Used to do stepping stones. Which again was another Doctor Who link because um, he also starred in, in Enlightenment as well. That Peter Davison story. So yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, she has done other things. She also did theatre work as well. Um, but it's it just, um, it, it's just a, it's just such a shame because she's sort of, you know, a, a star had risen again. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's been sort of like, you know, very, very, sort of very, very cruelly um, taken away again. You know, very, very sad. Um, but also, did you read uh, Tom Baker's tribute on his website? It was very, yes. very good as well. Um and also, you know, the fact that he was he's doing the big finish um audios, which would have been with, with Liz Sladen. Yeah. Um you're never quite sure how Tom Baker's is actually gonna be that bothered about anybody from that sort of period, don't you? So to actually think that he to actually take the time out for him to do that is yeah, probably I mean, says a lot about her as much as I th- yeah, you're right. You're anything right. else again, I yeah, think. Um because I think he he when he took the role on, he got on very, very well with Liz Slane. Because, I mean, really, she... Um, he was the new boy. Yeah. Really, she'd done a season um, previously with John Pertwee. Um, so, you know, I think she got used to... As was, you know, it's well documented that Pertwee could be a bit... A bit funny to work with. Yeah. Um, but... You can, you can say that about him, because he's dead. Just be careful yeah, okay. what you say about well, Tom Baker. No, no. Well, no, that's, well, no, well Tom, Tom Baker, he's also got a record saying, you know, towards the end of his run, he, he was, you know, um, a bit, you know, very awkward uh, to be around. Well, um, I suspect there was also a case that they'd done it longer than anybody else and felt that they knew best. Exactly. And I think that was exactly the case, really. He thought he knew better than, the, you know, the producers and the writers and... You know, it, it was. You know, it, it took a strong producer to to rein him in. Yeah, really. Um, which, when his tenure of Doctor Who got a bit silly, which is under Graham Williams, Graham was couldn't stand up to him. Yeah, really. Um, but there we go. I mean, we, we've we've yet again digressed away from from Lee Sladen. Well, so yeah, yeah. Um, as I say, no, I don't think it. It wasn't a coincidence that. Our first attempt at a podcast was an episode with her as the companion. Yeah, and um, I mean, really, it, it was a very natural selection for us, wasn't it? it I don't was think really. there was any any real argument about what we was going to start with. No, I mean, it's a it's a, a damn good story um, for a start, and it's very very well done. And it also sub, sort of like obviously we didn't notice at the time, but it does show her up. It's one of her. Best stories as well. Yeah. Really. Um, I mean, you couldn't imagine Joe Grant lying up the sights of a rifle. No. You know, and, and, and hitting that box of uh, Gelignite from God knows how many feet away, you know. Um, yeah. But I think, I mean, my... Um, as I was saying, we sort of grew up watching Sarah Jane. And she was, she was... I mean, even though I my very first TV memory full stop is of, is of The Green Death... Um, so I automatically think of Joe Grant as as being my first companion. Yeah, but really, they're just sort of like very, very sort of. I mean, as I'm getting older, they sort of become very, very distant memories. Um, but I can still remember watching Sarah Jane. Yeah, when I was a kid, and you go back to. Uh... Genesis of the Daleks and that sort of era. It's well, just, you know, is is as far as you can get, as as classic as you can get, isn't it? To the yeah, I mean, she was she was sort of like the, the you know the, the the template for well, basically for what you got now with like you know when, when Doctor Who came up with Rose Tyler, yeah, um, because the character of Sarah Jane would always well she would challenge the Doctor, yeah. 
a lot more. She wasn't afraid to sort of hang on a minute, you know, why are we doing this? You know, whereas the others would say like... But I think she she was probably the perfect balance to to it. I mean, if she'd gone through the two previous where um, Joe Grant had been the damsel in distress. Yeah. And before that, you'd had Liz Shaw, who'd probably been too yeah, she's intelligent. A bit... Yeah, and too it. cold in terms of the character. Whereas where you'd got to Sarah Jane was somewhere between the two. Well, I think it was that the character was, was written it was as... more inquisitive. And, well, she was written as a journalist, so you would yeah. expect a journalist to start asking questions rather than, yeah. you know, journalists have, do have to be pretty fearless sometimes to, to you know, to get the story. Um, so, no, I, I, I think it was... You know, she she played the part very very well. Actually, it's just a it's just a um, a, a big shame that um, I mean, sixty three is no age at all. No, it really isn't. So, um, but I think there's there's a lot of um, a lot of sort of fans out there. But I don't know, I don't know non fans as well um, who, who probably remember um, remember her on the telly at some point. Because um, she, she did do other, as I said, other things apart from Doctor Who. Um, yeah, you know, mainly in the in the seventies. But um, yeah, she she will be she will be very much missed. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, it, it's it's an interesting affair. I don't know what, and not probably something that anybody really wants to go into at the moment as to what CBBC would do now. Well, as there's, far as, uh, yeah. Well, I, I again. You know, people have sort of said, "Well, I would they, hope they'd say that's that." Really, with that. I hope so as well. Um, they don't try and get some other old companion. Well, I think the one the, the one that springs to mind would be Joe Grant. Yeah, having introduced her into one episode. Yeah, um, um, but I'd hope they wouldn't really. I think. No, I hope not. I hope they just leave it at, at that, and, and and that's it. Um, because her character was such that she's probably the only one that could actually take that. That kind of role, yeah, yeah, because she's got to be the strong one, exactly. Um, and I mean, I don't she, think she's she's the, she's the driving force behind it, so yeah. um, you know they couldn't just you know bring anyone else into it. No, and I hope they don't. I hope they just just leave it at that. And and um, I mean, even I know they've they've filmed is it three or four episodes. I'm not entirely. Yeah, they did. They did three at the. In the last last filming block, didn't they? Yeah, it was for the next series. That's it. They, now, they filmed I'm, during the, the previous series, but yeah, so I'm not sure whether they are actually going to release them in in you know sort of finish, finish them off in post production and then then sort of broadcast them. But I, I kind of hope that they don't really. I mean, I've got I've got no necessarily. I don't know. I mean. I can see them doing it. They probably do it if they did it as sort of specials. They said it depends on how much they link in, doesn't it? So what should have been coming up? If if they're reasonably self-sufficient, yeah, then they can. Yeah, they, they can, can almost do it as a tribute to her and show, it, but not if there's some show kind them. of um, story arc. Though. Yeah, yeah. If, it, yeah. if there's that, that they mean they'd have to actually do some more filming with somebody else or whatever to complete it then perhaps it is best to let it go yeah i I think they i think they should just you know just draw a line under it now um, yeah yeah you know, i think i think that'd just be the most respectful thing to do yeah um to be honest but uh as you know well, we're, 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 to, to the young actors that are make starting to make a name for themselves yeah um i'm That's pretty sure they'll they'll um Go on to go on to bigger you know, and better things. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Hopefully, hopefully they will do. So, um, well, that's that. I think that's um, pretty much wraps this this episode up. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, hopefully we'll we'll return next week um, with our review of the Curse of the Black Spot. Yes, yeah, and who try. knows? We may may even drag Tony out. We may the, do. Uh, we may do to do a. To do a to join us, we'll see what we can do because it, it should be, um, you know, the three of us rather than than uh, than, than as a duo. 
So um, it's got to learn to, the the one with the pink end goes in the pink hole, and the one with the black end goes in the black, black hole. hole. That's it. It's, it's, it's all he's got to remember. <laughs> That's it. And um, and also we're going to um, also hopefully this month also do our next audio commentary, um, which we have decided on, but we're not going to tell you what it is. And more importantly, we're not going to tell to Tony what it is. Yes, hence we're not telling you. Yes. So, um, although we suspect <laughs> he doesn't listen anyway. No, exactly. So it wouldn't make a blind bit of difference. <laughs> okay then. So um, it's goodbye from me, Phil. And it's goodbye from me, Paul. Oh, actually, before we go, before we yes. go, one thing, one thing we haven't done on the previous two podcasts is um, mention the fact of our website. Yeah. We haven't mentioned that at all. Um, perhaps you'd like to give them the website address, Paul. Can you remember it? <laughs> no, pro- probably not. At the uh, it is www.whose-he.co.uk. There you go. So um, please um, have a look. It's not a. I please. I'm no. Um, programmer it's a very very basic website but please have a look on there um even just to push our traffic up uh, and um i mean please leave feedback on there there's a um there's a link on there to contact us um so if you have any thoughts or um thoughts or, or, or feelings about the show or about doctor who uh please you know drop us a line um and maybe we might even read some of your feedback out on future podcasts Okay, so we'll do this again. So it's goodbye from me, Phil. And it's goodbye from me, Paul. See you next time. Bye.